Hey folks, welcome to episode three of the the Tour de France Netflix commentary podcast. Uh, episode four, they go back to stage seven, which I already talked about from the Pinot perspective, but now it's the 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 GC riders' perspective, um, which is one of those where the well, there's a flashback also of Pogacar winning uphill sprint. Um, and another time where he he's getting stage wins in the first week of the race, and and it's clear that like at least it was clear to me even when I was watching, I was like, you're gonna you're gonna pay for this. Like that's a lot of unnecessary sprinting. Um, and then they immediately show him paying for it um, in in the next stage. They do uh, that ends up being stage eight. There's a lot of like Yum- team Yumbo bus talk, um, which I enjoyed. Although no Sep, I don't know where Sep Kuss is. The only American on that team. Uh, like definitely one of their best climbers uh, did not. Hopefully he gets mentioned at some point. I don't know. I Maybe know, he's camera shy. Existed. Maybe uh, he's incredible. Um, and they're like an important part of that team uh, at that race in particular. So that was strange. Uh, I noticed they, they interviewed Vodders uh, a few times for this. He's just kind of behind the scenes. I noticed him calling them uh, Jumbo Visma. Which, they're Yumbo, and I think that's on purpose for him. I think he knows how it's pronounced, but why are you going to give that other sponsor the thing? I hope they are interviewed and they mispronounced uh, education first. <laughs> you know, like, education, third or fourth. You know, that's what I would do if I was any of those teams. I'd be like, eh, dismiss that guy. This is, this is the first mention of Ineos, is really this, this yeah, stage. Biggest budget. Um, yeah, say so JV makes sure you know that his team doesn't have as much money as Ineos. Uh, they do some. They do a little bit at home with with Garrett Thomas, who uh, he trains out here a lot. So that, that makes me like him more. <laughs> if you if you understand the the beauty of Malibu, he just like tries to get away from the weirdness of winter and the Tenerife. I think he's I think he's like kind of a solo sort of guy. He, he'll bring like like one or two like Frumas over here sometimes. Camera work, but I think he's like I don't want to be with the team and a, and a follow car and that whole mess. And he wants to do his own jam. Yeah. Um, which it's funny when they're interviewing the other two guys, Pogachar and, and and Jonas, how like how old Garrett looks. Yeah. Um, he's he's exactly my age. He's thirty seven this year, thirty six during this race. Um, I don't think he necessarily me... looks older than that. I think everybody else no. just looks so freaking. No, young. yeah, he looks his age, and they're babies. Yeah. And I look seventy five. You don't look seventy five. Um, the mustache. I'm not sure what that does. I Which still haven't figured that it out. Yeah. I don't know. Do not leave a comment about the mustache. Um, and the second you want me to shave it, I will be out there. We'll pause this. I, you know? It's just, the thing is, you like I making fun of me. Yeah. And at some point... I'm conflicted. Yeah. You're going to be like, I have to be seen with him, but I also get to laugh at him. So that's <laughs> that's the whole battle that you get to fight. Um, they talk about... They, they refer to the riders again as as gladiators. And I think I think uh, Garrett, the kind of wizened... Uh, mature dude handles that well and explains it well of just like like the danger is real to him and maybe not so much to the younger guys because they just like haven't had that first bad crash yet um they haven't flown off a dish or they haven't seen and now this is sort of tricky timing because there was a there was a fatality in the tour swiss um after we recorded the last episode but before this one um and it is one of those like the gladiators might be an appropriate term i think the I think all the war metaphors and the directors and the and the commentators kind of like playing that up is is sort of a way to like normalize how dangerous it is and that's normalizing it both for the riders to like forget it or not really realize it and then for the spectators to not realize like cuz what's a gladiator the gladiators are like this is that's a reference to like ancient rome the dudes who would like be in an arena 
fighting they'd, they'd fight criminals they'd fight animals and it's like literally like you're watching people die in a thing and like no one really wants to think about that so they kind of like breeze through it and then it's been a few years but like not 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 unheard of and the same in f1 and, and you know nascar famously like there's that stuff happens in all those and like that's part of the appeal that we don't want to talk about and uh i don't know it's 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 super complicated yeah when his wife was asking about how fast they go and the speed and she showed obvious concerns of i think she even mentioned that she watched it once when he crashed and she was yeah. freaked out and then she just stopped watching and i don't i mean that's probably what i would do too i don't blame her that sounds right that's just you would just up the mezcal and the popcorn yeah but also <laughs> not like, watch it maybe he'll crash All that stupid mustache off <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but you know Sometimes a little bit of ignorance is bliss. Like if some, she needs yeah. to, yeah. No, it's really thing like when, when, a, when someone, when a random person asks like, oh, how fast do you go on the bike? Like if I'm trying to sound cool, I'll give them the right answer. Be like, yeah, I've gone 75 miles an hour a few times on the bicycle. And when you ask, you're like, eh, 50, you know, 50. <laughs> like I'll tell them the fastest I've ever gone and I'll tell you like the fastest I've gone last week. Okay, finally, I can do half an hour on Lassettes de Montvernier, obviously the most important climb of any Tour de France stage ever. I remember I was watching, I was I just like turned it on that day and, and they were going over the course and it said Lassettes and that's the only KLM I have in Europe. I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna lose my KLM today. That was, that was, I was worried. And then I saw like, okay, it's the middle of the stage. Uh, they went over it pretty controlled. And, and no, I think I, I still have it by like 25, 26 seconds. So, and it's, it's a short climb. It looks, that's the one that's super twisty. It's like lacets is, uh, it's laces. Uh, so it looks like shoelaces are kind of dangled up the climb. It's really cool. Um, I, I did that one during, I, I was flown out there to do, uh, it was like a, an ad for Range Rover. So the premise was there was a guy uh, racing his Range Rover up the climb. And could they, I don't know who came up with this. Uh, but it was, can he go faster up the hill than, than a, a pro cyclist can go down? Which, I'm not known for my descending, but this is one of those, like, you have to come to a stop almost in every one of those hairpins. It's pretty insane, because it's just, it's so tight. And then, uh, but what they don't show in the commercial is, so they had a follow car uh, that was meant to drive me up. So it's like, okay, the here's the drone shot it from, from the first three switchbacks down, and now you gotta, now we gotta go back up to do them from... Uh, this angle on this camera because they don't ever show the cameras uh, but the car that they brought to turn me around like you can't make a, a four-point turn on Lassettes so like after the first time they're like okay we want to put your bike in the car and I was like no I'm just gonna ride back up and that was an entire day I did like 17,000 feet of climbing that day uh, somewhere I was like can I have some more cliff bars please um but uh yeah that was that was that shoot anyways that climb was was safe uh that super important klm they wrote it they wrote it, it was like a group of four year top i remember watching that day and be like Phew. that was because that that's my only tour de france klm but it, but it, it survives that was the day that uh that they got pogachar on the ropes after his his incredible effort of lasets going 30 <laughs> seconds lower than me he was just so tired from trying to take my klm he was that's the subplot that netflix uh, no, but it showed like it, I thought it was it was cool teamwork from from Yumbo and and a little immaturity from but he was outnumbered. Pogacar was screwed. He was screwed from the the second he was isolated against those three dudes. But uh, but it shows Roglic and and Jonas just like really it looks like they don't care between the two of them who wins a Tour de France. They're just taking turns, which is like what you want to see as a team. But I think also like. I think Roglic knew like he was hurting and he was injured and not his best. And I think everyone knew it was Jonas's race on that team. 
And I'm not sure how Pogatra didn't notice. If I was him, I would have just like, you know, they're just gonna if if they attack you, you're gonna bring you're gonna pull them back, and the next guy's gonna attack you. And if you have 30k of that, you're gonna get to do 25 sprints <laughs> with each of those guys only doing 12 sprints, uh, and that's just it's just gonna sap you. What I would have done is like, you know, and it's easy when you're on a couch, but like you. Just let Roglic go, give him a minute, ride tempo, and give Jonas like kind of a free ride, but you're not going that hard because you're willing to lose a minute on Roglic. And he's going to come back on the last climb, or in a few days, uh, you can get the minute back on Roglic, but you can't lose three minutes to to Jonas. Um, and that was kind of how Garrett played it on the back. Garrett, every time they attacked, like he followed a couple of those surges, but mostly he's just like, let him open a gap, and like his pace from the bottom to the top is his pace, and... And he's gonna let those weirdos do whatever the heck they're doing, and and he kept dragging them back, kept dragging them back. But I, I I bet his power his power file was just straight flat, and those guys were pop 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 pop, and ultimately like they had to crack Pogachar, and they did. Um, but Pogachar, I think like again, I, there's there's no winning in that situation. It's just like how could he manage the losses? And like maybe he thought he could fake it the whole way, and, and Lord knows he he did quite well. Um, but you just see like they're all they talk about the suffering a lot. Like those guys are all proper fucked. Uh, that was that was a dramatic. The finish, uh, Jonas is not no poker face whatsoever. Uh, Garrett crosses the line at like sixty RPMs. Like he's destroyed. Yeah. Pogacar's got the yellow jersey unzipped. It's like oh, that's uh that's rough. Sounds healthy. Um, yeah, all very all very healthy. What what they're going through. Um, but but each of those guys, yeah, they just they, you do go to some places and somehow like yeah, you just got to do the next day and everyone else is buried too. Um, you know, put your feet up. Maybe a maybe an ice bath or some uh, proper ice recovery products. <laughs> uh, they also show uh, Jonas. I, I forgot this. He he calls his family looks super sweet. Um, and he he calls after every stage. The first thing he would do is call his wife. So they yeah. see like at the podium, and there was memes about that too. Uh, but just like like who's he calling? You know, I, I did when I was like I was like Jonas, you can just text me. I'm on Instagram too much. It's funny during the tour. People are people are so funny. Um, but there was a lot of like, you know, he's, he's, he's always on the phone with his wife and, and Bogosh was like, can we get on the podium here? And he's like, no, I gotta call my, I gotta call my honey. Aww, that's yeah. Cute. No, he's, he seems, he seems super sweet. Um, all right. That's it for that one. We're going to, we're going to crank these out. So we're just going to watch four more episodes tomorrow. Emily. No, we'll, we'll get these out as fast as we can before the tour, as fast as Emily will allow, uh, <laughs> to, to make these. It'll be, it'll be, it'll happen. We'll yeah, get we'll it get done. done. We'll, we'll get, get it done. done. No we appreciate stress. it. Don't thank me. Thank her. You're welcome. It's only 427 episodes You're to You're welcome go. in advance. No, there's <laughs> my resignation letter. Wait for it. All right. Cool.